Welcome to D&D and D, the dinner party role-playing podcast. I'm your host, Dungeon Master. Dungeon, I did it again. Dungeon. 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 All I've been, Dungeon. Th- Dungeon. I, I, Dungeon. since we pointed Dungeon. it out last time, all I can think about is this, is how much I slur. <laughs> no, that was not my intention. I am your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel. With me today are the fun people, Beth and Mike. Say hi. Beth. Hi, Beth and Mike. And Tucky. We oh. got a dog. Got my dog's here. <laughs> Taking a nap. Tuck Lord. He's here. Tucky Tuck Lord Sagan. <laughs> In the room. I'm allergic to him. <laughs> it's so sad, you guys. We got this dog and we love this dog. And suddenly Mike's like, my hands hurt. My hands hurt all the time. Got these oh weird, no, like, I have skin blistered Blistered fingers. It's not like sneezing. It's like a, a topical no, it's like, thing. Yeah, my hands are messed up right now oh my god painful like paper cut like it hurts like paper cuts oh my god yeah it's because we give him treats and we feed him with our hands yeah so he licks our hands all the time it's the licking i think it's the saliva because it's like that with with ricky but i don't obviously let him yeah it's less of a thing with cats i would imagine it's just a similar thing happens it's just if he touches if if rick licks me anywhere like i can expect a bump to happen but with a dog Dogs like to lick a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, dog slobber gets me, I guess. Oh, my God. So, it's unfortunate, but uh, I'm working through it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not giving the dog back. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's, that's, we love this thing too much. Yeah. He's a good little boy. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've been busy with that. And we moved. We yeah. moved, yeah. So we're coming back to D&D after a couple weeks off. It has been, yeah, it has been a busy, busy time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we will be back. Uh, as I said, if you miss it, if you missed the Q&A episode, uh, we'll be back with season five, probably around Memorial Day, American Memorial Day-ish with, uh, with James and Chelsea. But um, until then. They're downstairs doing a puzzle. They are doing a puzzle. They're having the best time just yeah. like hanging out, taking a break from what seven straight years yeah, of work yeah right yeah yeah just con- they've built up a bun- they've banked a bunch of vacation days and they t- they've taken them all at once yep they're enjoying their time and i'm happy for them but mm-hmm. we'll be back to return to the main story uh late this spring early summer uh and until then we'll be continuing with the prequel series with the three of us which has been great fun. so fun. Great fun yeah i have very much enjoyed these characters um and your interpretations of the characters uh, Nils and Katheria, which has been really, really interesting. There were there were question there was a question in the Q and A about how much you guys are going to be involved with them when we get back to it. Oh, like if you were going to voice them and shit. Uh huh. You're oh. not. You're not going to voice them. That would be bonkers. I don't think that that that's not. No. No, okay. I think that your versions of them are going to be the past versions of them. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the young I, versions. I yeah, do, they I, got recast as Gressel <laughs> as in their sixties. <laughs> they have. They have uh, yeah, they're much more. Well, I, I do love though how much more like Etheria. We haven't really spent a ton of time with. Like, we don't really know modern Katheria, present day Katheria as much as we have with Nils, where Nils yeah. is like so over it and serious. <laughs> and I just really love the idea of like, how did this like a goofy, fun loving guy become <laughs> this just like exas- exhausted politician? Yeah. Life, man. Life, man. It happens. Yeah. But I, I do think that like, you know, just you're going to, after having spent this time with these characters, I think you're going to have kind of a different attitude towards them and like, 100%. Definitely, you know, still be involved with like 
I think you'll have input on the characterization of them more than before. Like, I think that if there are scenes with, which maybe I'm not spoiling anything, maybe there won't, there will be, you'll meet them again. They're, you know, the main story. Um, <laughs> but when there are scenes with them, I think that you'll probably have more of a like, are you sure they would do that kind of like thing? <laughs> you know, I want you to feel like you have that now because you're yeah. part of these characters. So yeah. I Thanks. think it's, it's such a cool dynamic. Check out that Q&A episode if the, that, the last 45 seconds interested you at all we answered some questions about this prequel and and some other things so yeah. uh if you if you skip that one go back check it out um some cool uh you guys gave some really good answers Thanks. i appreciated the nice things you said about me <laughs> <laughs> which i was like do i leave this in it was so funny because we, we recorded those at different times yeah you said and the was, exact same yeah thing. i was listening to beth and i was like oh shit russell's gonna think that we like coordinated this like nice like no it's just how comments. we feel it's like no yeah that's just reality i <laughs> did have to cut one of you because we were being redundant it was this it was the exact yeah. same thing yeah. and i was like okay i can't have all of this probably in. cut beth I think it was. Because I was first. I think so. I also I talked a long time first. about silly things. You did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, love soup. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I did have to record a new file to intercut with that answer <laughs> to be like, no, actually, I do love Who soup. Who doesn't like soup? I don't know. Why do I have it associated with you that you were like, noodles in hot broth? No. No, I love soup. Every couple weeks, I send our food chat pictures of me making stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stock, stock ain't soup, though. That's true. It is the foundation upon but soup is built. I was also wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's just, you didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but I it, hope that's true. I would rather be someone who doesn't listen than somebody who listened and then it changed. Just changed the story. <laughs> that's so scary. If Beth ran the show, though, it would be on record as I would hate soup. There'd <laughs> yeah. be no one to set the record straight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, check out the Q&A and all the other episodes while you're at it. Uh, so we're going to continue the story. Last we left you guys off, you were underground in the Feywild. I, I liked, I like taking you guys underground. I've noticed there's a lot of potential in caves. So <laughs> that's where you find yourselves currently. Yeah. Also nowhere to go, but forward. Yep. Forward right. or up. You, yeah. You have down. to, there, there's like a, there's a claustrophobia I feel like of you, of you don't want to stay underground, so, mm -hmm. you know. No. Not um, anymore. <laughs> Not after blood roots. Yes, the blood roots uh, revealed a very important detail that you guys believe it to be vampiric in nature. Majumbo revealed that there were uh, his, his people uh, that he comes from, his ancestors were driven from their original homeland by vampires. That's the big reveal there. And then you decided to come together as a party, the four of you, instead of just people thrown together by happenstance. The decision was made that you need to work together in order to get out of this, you know, be more on the same page. Communication was established as a rule. Uh, and, you know, in addition to uh, Nils and Majumbo's kind of goofy, arbitrary rules. <laughs> uh, rules are rules, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, there, there, there was a weird, like, kind of wedding crashers aspect, I feel like, to, <laughs> to, uh, to Niels, and, Niels and Majumbo. None of it really makes sense. Uh, you rested in the caves, uh, that the, in the kind of grotto area that the, the worm bus dropped you off at. And then while resting, Katheria had a mysterious dream uh, involving dragons. 
and the uh, the top of the Fey City, a place that she has never been before, mm-hmm. but nonetheless had visions of, uh, or dreams of, I suppose. That is where we left you guys off. Um, we're, we're not eating today, the schedule such as it is. I want to find the time to eat, but um, this little uh, interlude, this little, li- this little section of the story, inspired by Hot Pots. Hot pot, hot pots. I oh, wanted right. to do a hot pot in the fondue pot that we had so much fun with. I'm oh so yeah, excited. I love hot pots. So yeah, much. I hot pots. Uh, but we have been uh, uh, too busy to have a leisurely hot pot time. <laughs> <laughs> so someday soon we will do the hot pot. Yeah, another shared meal. So and we will see how that uh, is incorporated into today's fun, for fun. But now we will get to that fun right now. After your night in the grotto, the worm bus grotto. As it, as it will come to be known. <laughs> as, as you mark, as Majumbo marks it on his map that he's keeping. Uh, the Wormbus Grotto. You continue to travel the, the caves for five nights. Oh my god. Damn. We're going to have a little montage of sorts of each of these nights. It is ultimately five full, six full days, I suppose, five nights that you spend traveling these caves. That sounds uh, horrible. Unless yeah. we're in a worm and we take a worm bus. Do we? That's that's better. (laughs) Well, it's better than walking. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of being underground for six straight days is so bad. And then the idea of being inside a slimy worm. (laughs) I don't know that Katheria would go inside of it. If given the opportunity again, Katheria would maybe pass. I maybe. Because she knows it's safe, but she it's still inside of a worm. It's still inside of a worm. Yeah, but that's like you're gonna be so far away from us. That's okay. In terms of speed. What? I'm on the outside. You're the reason it's taking six days. <gasps> oh, you're holding on? Yeah, I'm not walking behind the worm bus. <laughs> you can't keep up. That's what I, was, that's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> there was some effort taken, I would imagine, to call another worm bus. Yeah. And your efforts ultimately proved unsuccessful. So oh, we never... You, okay. Uh, you set out on foot to explore these caverns. Ultimately, the decision was made that you're going to maybe follow the root system. As a sort of trail, uh, d- despite uh, hours of investigation inside of the Wormbus Grotto, you couldn't really discern where the various Wormbus tunnels went to or came from. Um, so your best uh, guess, after much deliberation and communication, following rule number one, yes, was to track the root system. Uh, very important to Navia tracking this root system mm. and trying to figure out what is wrong with this, these trees um, that are infected with this vampiric germ. If we're six days under this, it's a forest of trees. Oh, yeah. Let, let's do the first night. Mm. Let's go ahead and start night one. I suppose the first night following the Wormbus Grotto night, which mm-hmm. we are not counting in these five days. Gotcha. Katheria has woken up from une- uneasy dreams and fortunately not found herself to be transformed into a giant insect, but instead uh, just disturbed by the fact that you have had this kind of dream vision, weird, unsettling night where you didn't fully sleep in the way that you as a human know sleep to be. Mm-hmm. Instead, you had this almost trance-like vision uh, being atop the Fey City where you were looking through. It felt as though you were looking through another's eyes. You were surrounded by dragons. And there, There wasn't any kind of full scene that played out in this in this dream it was almost more of kind of a loop of these visions these feelings and you kept getting these flashes of 
uh, the dragons, the, this, this, you know, flight of, of several huge, huge creatures flying around the pillar atop the Feywild city. These images seem to be focused mo- mostly on them. Um, and you're unsure of what that means. You don't really know, you know, like dragons in, in your world that you know that they exist allegedly. You've never seen one. You've never heard about their one, about one, you know, realistically threatening the Moonshadow Valley. You know, there are legends of, of dragons in the Moonshadow Mountains themselves. The mountains of Kyr, you've heard there's maybe, there were maybe dragons at one point. You know, you would have read about that in legends. Uh, you know that in your world, the dragons have been hunted. Uh, they're feared. They are known to be reclusive and sit in lairs. All the things that you know, you know, all the things you know about dragons. It was a haunting image in, 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 in as much as you can't get it out of your head mm-hmm. of, to see so many, you know, more than five of these individual creatures flying about this space. And it all- sounds like it was like more than her imagination could conjure. Right. Yes. The details and specifics about it were a- absolutely. beyond her understanding. Something, yes, it, it was completely foreign and, and so specific and real and vivid, you know, like, you know, the, the colors of the dragons really stood out of, it wasn't just the chromatic dragons you've heard of legend but there were you know more metallic scaled dragons as well and it's it's stuck in your craw you know this this you know why what is this this is just another weird thing that has happened in this weird place and why is this happening to me i feel like is what katheria is kind of focused on but navia meanwhile as you guys have walked and uh settled you you find another kind of uh you know bigger cavern to kind of settle into it's not as nice as the wormbus grotto um it's not as expansive and it doesn't have uh like this particular cave doesn't have the nice pools of water and stuff but it does catch your eye as a place to potentially stop and rest because the 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 ceiling of this cavern instead of being just covered in rock is full of like an illuminated collection of fungi and this uh, draws the attention of Nils and Majumbo, who, uh, while the two of you are talking, uh, I think Nils and Majumbo make a game out of shooting out the lights to make patterns. Like, <laughs> I think you guys are just kind of setting up camp and you're like, oh, these are like just mushrooms. They're really soft. If we just throw rocks, you can kind of knock out the lights and then you can make them say shit and stuff. <laughs> 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 so you guys are just kind of goofing around. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, Navia and, and Kathiri are talking and Navia says, I've been looking at, the, at these roots and there's, there's not just one singular kind of tree. It's, I, I thought at first maybe it was just one, one long root system that was infecting a particular kind of tree or, or, or that this particular kind of tree was carrying this evil. But it seems that, that multiple types of trees, and, and I, don't, I'm, I don't know these species specifically, but multiple individual trees are being infected by this. And the, this infection is spreading. and it's. I just can't imagine an entire ecosystem being destroyed this way. It is, it's just so upsetting. It's, it, 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 it's keeping me up at night. There's a lot that I was not able to imagine until now. This place, there's just something about it. It's, it's, so, it's more. It's more than what I'm used to. It's more than what we've seen before. The potential here is greater. You're right. It is an entire ecosystem that's affected by this vampirism. And for it to be in plants, I mean, like, I've, 
I've heard of vampires. I mean, we've all we've all heard oh, the stories, but, but I mean, it's zombie slaves and bats and, and the biting and yeah, but trees can't bite. Trees can't bite. As far as we know, I mean, maybe trees can bite here. Maybe there's a fly traps. Those they kind of bite. Maybe there's biting trees here. Everything that I know, I just have to throw out the window. It's really. Oh, we thought we were so smart, didn't we? I know I'm smart. Oh, okay. Yeah. We I just know, need we more all know time. I need more time here. <laughs> time, it seems, we'll have. We've been walking for a full day. There's no light at the end of this tunnel, but but we can still follow these routes, I suppose. Hey, DM, is it getting worse? Are, are we seeing a difference in the routes as we move, or is it just all the same? It's pretty steady. Mm-hmm. So she has no reason to think that it will become very bloody by the time we're done <laughs> doing this walk? Not yet. Right. Not at this point. Um, you're you're you've picked a worm bus tunnel that has the the bloody roots in it. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> you you've tracked that one down, and you've you've kind of come to where you're. It's a it's a bit more natural now. What you're following a nat- more natural cave system than like a worm bus tunnel. So you've kind of left that travel system behind out of necessity almost because the tunnels, you know, would take sharp turns and you were able to mostly stay on a pretty normal, you know, level plane. You know, there was some climbing and stuff that you guys had to do throughout this day, but nothing where like, like when the worm bus like had that drop, you know, like Mm -hmm. there was nothing like that. And when you came to something like that, you had to make a decision. And uh, I think that decision was to follow the routes. That's kind of what you're doing. And it hasn't really gotten worse in as much as there's more of it or they're thicker or there's more blood or whatever. But it's gotten worse in that Navy has noticed that it's 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 everywhere. Yeah. 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 Constant. Yeah. Does the ceiling say ass? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just from the distance (laughs) echoing. Just. It's just a soft like poof, uh, like when you like uh, like when you hit a mushroom with a lawnmower, and it's just with it. <laughs> the last little blink out and come <laughs> dots the eye and dick. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. What if we do poop next? <laughs> I guess when we're dealing with these deadly blood sucking plant monsters. We need a little bit of levity. Don't, ladies, would you, like, would you like to write a stupid word in the mushrooms? Yeah, what do you want to write? I don't think I can come up with Boobs, anything. Perhaps. To Boobs, perhaps. Booger. <laughs> Navia, I take it back. Maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. <laughs> I can't come up with new words to match these boys. Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, vampires. What's repulsive to vampires? What's repulsive to people? She just goes back to preparing her spells. <laughs> oh, it's been such a long time down here already. Oh, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I spend so much time choosing carefully the words that I compose and my stories and my poems and my songs. It's, it's, it's fun to just be dumb. Yes. You know, it's, it, you gotta... I'm sure you ladies can relate with all of your academic pursuits. Sometimes, sometimes you just need to tur- turn it off. Right? Let loose. I mean, that's, that's what I've learned from my friend. One of the many valuable lessons. Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta have fun. You just gotta, I don't know, do what's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do what's fun. 
(laughs) (laughs) There doesn't appear to be any uh, negative effects of damaging these mushrooms other than it gets darker as you do until you play the game enough where you run out of light and at that point you decide it's time to rest and when you do katheria you once again have a strange trance dream and you once again find your your mind clouded with these images of dragons but this time there's something else it's not just you on this roof it's not a it's not a repeat of the same dream it's more flight-based. Like, now you kind of find yourselves in the sky with them as oh. they move around. Um, and it's the Feywild sky. You know, this all these strange colors and everything. But it starts to swirl together, and it changes color, and it goes dark. And then it goes, uh, like, kaleidoscopic. As these dragons are flying, you get the sense that you're moving very, very fast through something. And it's almost a rainbow effect as it as it whooshes past you at great, great speed, becoming this kind of vortex of color. You feel a pull uh, that's somewhat similar to the feeling that you felt when you came from your world into the Feywild. That's, that's the, the closest analog that you, Katheria, can mm. put to this feeling that you have. Before you can really make any sense of it, you're snapped out of it, and it is the next day, day two. And you continue through the cave system, uh, to try to find uh, the the heart uh, of these roots, and you, you you walk for a ways, and you see some strange sights in the larger caverns. There, are those flying creatures that you saw in the Wormbus Grotto. There's various kind of animal life that scuttles through, and eventually you find your way to another uh, grotto-like cave that has a rather large. Um, pool of water and this is you you've been walking for a significant amount of time at this point it's been hours that you've been trekking through caves and climbing over rocks i'm so thirsty you're very exhausted (laughs) (laughs) there's no fun today (laughs) you've just been hiking all day it's i mean that's how it goes you have like fun when it's like oh it's new or we don't know when we're gonna end and then one day goes by you're like all right this let's get there very, very over this cave at yeah. this point. This, this is dumb. I miss the sky. It's so dark. It's so dark. I don't like it at all. Mm-mm. I can't see like maybe I can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's this pool of water. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm thirsty, man. Yeah. Like I, I wanna, I wanna check out the water. Okay. Um, so I'm going to perceive, perception the water to see if it is potable. I rolled a two plus six and eight. You don't see any visual threats in the water. It's very dark. It's, it's dark in the cavern. And even with dark vision, you can't like penetrate the surface of the water. It's mm-hmm. very, very dark. It doesn't appear cloudy or murky, even with an eight. And if I use light on my staff. To light it up? Yeah. Because remember, I can't see, wink, wink. Right, right. Um, roll again with advantage and then roll survival to see if the water is potable once you get a better look at this. Okay. Second time is going to be 17 plus 6, a 23. Yeah, that'll do it. So uh, when you bring your staff around and light this up, you can you can get the light through that surface of the water. And you can see that it's like a very, uh, the the bottom of this pool it's uh maybe a couple feet deep you know once once it's a pretty steep drop off um and then it starts to get real deep 
Um, but for a few feet out from the surf, from the, the shore, there's this thick, pebbly bottom, pebble-sized, pea-sized gravel kind of dark black rock that is covering the bottom. It's water, gravel, no other plants or anything. It doesn't, as far as you can see before this like steep drop off, there's nothing in this uh, with that nat 20 survival roll. You just, just rolled, rolled that. Um, <laughs> the water appears clean, very clean, almost like filtered clean. You can drink it. You determine it very safe to drink, oh. almost more safe than you have drinking dirt you have drank dirtier water than this for sure oh oh she she drinks she drinks with her hands cupped uh should you be should you be doing that here yeah <laughs> yeah i should uh, and you should too and navia comes over and she joins you and she starts drinking greedily oh and she steps into the water. I think she's a little bit more careless. And she uh, steps onto the, the gravel. Sinks a little bit, but not a concerning amount. Um, the gravel shifts. And you can see from your earlier perception roll um, that the, the drop-off that's about five feet from shore, the pebbles that kind of fall off that side, like, fall into something, into a deeper chasm. Navia, be wary. Five feet from you is a very, very steep drop-off. Right, but I I can swim. I'm not concerned. I mean, what if I fall? I could just swim back to shore. I mean, I'm not a, a rock. <laughs> That's true. You know? She's not a rock. I can, I can handle it. It's just nice to feel this. It, the water just feels so nice. It's, like, it's just... It's nice to have something that's normal. Just water. Water, at least. Consistent from our world to this world. Water, so far, the same. Nice to have something <laughs> be the same. <laughs> I think Kat steps into the water with her just to, like, <laughs> clean her hands and arms and yeah, feet and stuff. that's when Navy is definitely doing that, too. And she's, like, splashing herself to kind of get some of the grime off. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, I think I'm going to take their lead on this one. I'm going to take a drink. Yes, I could. We could all we could all refill our, our our water skins here, and you know a bath wouldn't be too bad. It's been it's been days now in, inside this place, uh, and, and yeah, let's get let's drink the water first, and then we'll bathe in it. Hey, everybody, Grussell here with a few quick announcements, and then we're gonna get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the prequel series, whichever episode of whichever number of episodes that we're on. I lost track after the Q and A, but. We're in it now, and thank you for listening. If you didn't listen to the Q&A, go back and listen to it. There's some fun questions that people submitted. So thanks to everybody who submitted questions. But also, if you didn't listen, big announcement that we will be returning for Season 5 late this spring, early this summer, sometime in May, around Memorial Day. We'll probably get back to the main story with James and Chelsea. So we are getting into the real meat of the prequel as we uh, start to get towards... Uh, the conclusion of this section of the story of Nils and Cathiria. Uh So we got a couple months left of this one with Beth and Mike and me telling this story. And then we will get back to the main story uh, later this spring. Thanks to all of our patrons who have been supporting us all this time as we've been dealing with this incredibly, incredibly busy time. And thank you to all of you for your patience as we put out the episode a little bit later this week. Uh, but if you are a patron, especially if you're a uh, t-shirt level patron, uh, the Margarine t-shirt, the Margarine Patreon exclusive t-shirt design will be available very soon. I'm excited to get that from Beth here in the next week or two. And then we will get those orders out uh, hot on the heels of the Fletch shirt. Uh, and then we'll have a new one uh, not long after that. So 
Thanks to everybody who is supporting us over there at patreon.com slash dndndpod. Uh, if you are unable or uh, don't want to be a monthly patron uh, and want to support the show, you can go and check out our Tee Public shop uh, where we've got our t-shirts available for purchase. Uh, those are up as uh, Beth restocks her shop for the prints, the poster prints, which are so amazing. And I can't wait for those to be available again. Uh, and for the new one, when we get back to season five, uh, they're they're absolutely gorgeous and some of Beth's uh, best work, if I do say so myself. Speaking of Beth's great work, check out your art friends wherever you listen to your podcasts, her art and culture podcast with fellow artist Andrew Thompson. It's a great time. Uh, you're our friends wherever you get your podcasts. I think that's it for me on this one. Thanks again for your patience this week. We'll be back in a couple weeks with the next part of this adventure, and then we will continue with that cadence, hopefully now that all things are settled, uh, until we return to weekly releases with Season 5. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, Just a couple of quick ads, and then we're going to get back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. guys drink your fill you refill your water skins and everything and then uh but jumbo starts to you know take more of a bath to bathe a little bit more he takes out a uh small wooden box from among his belongings uh and he carries with him some soap uh it's a very fancy soap that he he uh takes with brought with him from uh plasnomserid from a specific uh soapsmith we're going to say that that's who makes the soap. Yeah. It's the soap smith. It's a very special soap. If if anybody would like to try some, it's... it's you don't have to roll perception to see cat's eyes. <laughs> just light so, up. Yeah. Well, Nils puts up his hand, and I would assume Majubo just tosses the just soap. Tosses, just tosses, yeah. Like, it. you don't even have to. It's yeah. just, it's you've been through yeah. this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not Cat even going to make you roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes follow it. With desire. Yeah. Um, and Majumbo lathers up and Nils does too. Does yep. Nils disrobe at all? Majumbo, I, I imagine, would be down to kind of skivvies. He's not shy. He's a, he's a skinny guy, shorter. He's just kind of going to go down and, and lather up. I don't know. Nils' comfort level. What is yeah. this what version is of Nils? Nils' comfort level. I feel level like right level. now he would. I feel like he would just yeah? take it all off. All? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nils is confident. Yeah. Are there scars or anything? Like, you know. Oh, yeah. There's scars. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of give a sense of, I'll let everybody else fill in their own imagination. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> I got a couple big ones on my back. Sure. Cat uh, tur- puts the light out. Oh, it's very considerate. Yeah. I was considerate of her and she was considerate of me. Yeah. Yeah. She can see, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I turn and say, oh, thank you. And yeah, then I yeah. toss her the, but I guess I got to go hand the soap to her. So I have to walk up to her. It's just, you just hear I, the splash. Yeah. Oh, I can see him walking too. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, can you hold out your hand? Because <laughs> like, I can't reach see you. Yeah. <laughs> Where are, all right, I'm giving you the soap. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you're going to roll. Uh, what would this roll be? Let me see. A handoff of soap in the yeah. dark. A sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> it would be kind of a dex thing, I suppose. Full sleight of hand. We'll see if you sleight can. Of hand? Yeah, we'll see if how uh, if you 19. drop it. Okay, you did not drop it. Uh, you you are able to find uh, Katheria's hand in the dark and give her the soap. 
But I like I grab it with both hands just to like make sure I yeah have her. Yes. And he's stark naked. Yeah, I'm nude. Thank you. Yeah. And then I turn and walk away. <laughs> or actually, I don't because I don't know where I am. Then, then I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you kind of separate uh, Nils and Kathiri, or Nils and and uh, and Majumbo and and Navia and, and Kathiria, and uh, you rinse some of the grime off of you. Beat red, <laughs> beat red, big old thick man, scars and all, walking up, well, wong out, <laughs> donger flopping. And I have no idea that you can see me. No. Yeah, it's like pitch black. You're yeah. underground. There's no light. Yeah. Once once you put the staff out, you have this dark bath day. And as you guys are ba- bathing, and Kytheria is trying to, I don't know, I don't know, like, look away, like, just be like, because it, it's probably a thing, I'm just imagining if I were in that situation, where you can see, even though you're not supposed to see, mm-hmm. you want to see. I think she's taking more liberties than she knows she should. Yeah. Because no one knows. Right. Navia knows. Does, Nav- d- does I, Navia see that she's doing I this, think, though? Because Navia can see. So Navia uh, can see you looking. Oh. And I think she knows what's up. Uh-oh. So she kind of she kind of stops what she's doing and she looks at you and waits for you to notice that she's looking at you. <laughs> and she does that thing. You know when you're driving down the road and you're looking at other people in their car and then they see you and you immediately look away. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she's just giving you like a look that you recognize that like that kind of friendship look, you mm-hmm. know. And then yeah, you look away. Yeah, after she gets caught, she doesn't look anymore. <laughs> um and right at that moment, uh, there's a big, like, bubble. Oh. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> this is so... Right! Gress, you go to the bathroom and Gressel goes, Man, what's up with us this episode? We're gross. <laughs> this is a gross one. I don't know. I was about to say it was nice because the guys had their fun the first night. Yeah. Then the girls got their fun the second <laughs> this night. Is, this is the fun scene this you get to watch. This is the fun scene naked. <laughs> That's the... That's right? pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then now there's a big bubble. Now there's a big bubble. Uh, and this doesn't come from, like, the drop-off. Oh. Yeah. No, this is like pebbles are displaced between you. In the, in the gap that you guys have created between the two of you, uh, the two groups, that's where this bubble is. And you feel kind of the ripples of it as this something big moved under these pebbles. Oh, I'm getting out of the water. What <laughs> was that? Nils, you hear the splashes of Katheria getting out of the water. Um, you can't see anything. Uh, how, uh, somebody, cat, uh, say something. Yeah, um, and she's going to grab her staff that's probably on the shore and do the light thing and illuminate that to try to illuminate the cavern. <laughs> Gressel's looking at me like, you know what's about to happen. <laughs> okay. And, and <laughs> I just kind of got No, I, I didn't. I'm I, ca- it's fine. It's fine. I don't know. It's, it's safe. And I just like kind of like hop out of the, the <laughs> you water. Just shuffle just out. Shuffle out. Fig leafing. Yeah. Without consciously knowing it, Katheria would probably turn and look in Nil's direction. Yeah. As he starts to cover himself uh, and, and shuffle out, well, the water is displaced in the space between you two and something starts to rise out uh, from under the surface of the water. And you realize that all of the 
now that the light is on, you can see that all of the soap suds have concentrated around over this space where this thing, something is rising from, from uh, under the pebbles as though the, uh, the, the botanicals and the scents and whatever is inside the soap <laughs> that, that Majumbo brought has disturbed this thing. Oh. Um, oh, Majumbo, what kind of magic soap did you bring? You know, it's a mix of, of several herbs and, and botanicals, and it, it's bound by animal fats and things like that. And and this mound, this domed <laughs> shape starts to rise from from the, the sudsy pool. Then there's a second shape, and a third shape comes out, t- smaller in front of it. And something is facing you, Katheria, and you realize it's a very large crab. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crab. And it has two huge pinchers and eight oh. spindly legs. And Navy is like, what is it? Oh, it's crap. Okay, Jesus. And so I saw the legs. <laughs> <laughs> Not as funny. Uh, and at first, um, it just rises from this. And this thing is huge. It's probably, its body is maybe six feet across. Uh, its legs extend out another couple feet. Each, each uh, pincher is a couple feet um, they, they're big and powerful. It has very small beady eyes inside of the little space between top and bottom shell, wiggly mandibles that uh, are wiggling in your direction. Um, and it snaps once, but otherwise doesn't immediately appear threatening. I am in my sh- shift. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> not prepared to fight a giant Holding your crab. <laughs> yeah. Am I am I fully out of the water? Yeah, I think you you've gotten you've splashed your way out yeah, now. Okay, cool. This the crab has not turned in your direction. Like, well, yeah, we actually could could eat this thing. I sort of want to eat this thing. Bo? I love a good crab bake. Navia? I guess if we eat it that would justify Killing it. Otherwise, we should probably leave it alone. It's a big crab. It's it's just a big crab. She starts to like go over to it. Well, it's a big crab that we could feed us for a couple days. Yeah, we don't know how long we're going to be in in these caves. I mean, we could we could feast upon crab meat. It's all protein. I mean, and or we could just turn into vampires and then just suck on these trees. I'd, I'd rather eat the crab. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess. Uh, are you going to hit it with your hammer? Or? Like, how are we going to... Maybe listen, it's... Are we going to treat this thing like a spider of the sea, okay? Be a, think of it like that. It's I gross. We got to get rid of it. like that, but I guess when you put it that way... Um, yeah, so I'll take my big hammer and I'll smash its shell and then somebody can uh, provide the killing blow. Well, before you do that, let's get it where we want it. And Navia casts Snare. As you cast this spell, you use the rope. The rope? Do I need a rope? You always have rope. Sick. Um, the spell consumes, it says. Uh, you use the rope to create a circle with a five-foot radius on the ground on the floor. Uh, when you finish casting, the rope disappears and the circle becomes a magic trap. The trap is nearly invisible, requiring a successful intelligence check against your spell save DC to be discerned. Giant crab, not very smart. Not the yeah. smartest thing. The no. trap triggers when a medium, small, or large creature moves onto the ground. This is large. Uh, in the spell's radius, that creature must succeed on a deck saving throw or be magically hoisted into the air, leaving it hanging upside down three feet above the ground or the floor. And it is restrained there until the spell ends. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll do that intelligence save. It fails, obviously. So it does not notice that there is a snare as it starts to kind of slowly lumber its way toward you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like draw its attention. Draw its attention with my wand. Yeah, the light is it, it it's definitely drawn toward the light. And it's drawn towards you because you distracted by this, you didn't like wash off your lather like everybody else did. Uh-huh. So there's still the the soap suds on you and it's kind of drawn toward that. And it fails the deck save as well, so it's up. Nils, go! Yeah! And then I take my big hammer and I mash it. The, uh, it's five feet in the air? Three. Okay, so it's not high. It's upside down, though. <laughs> it's upside down. As you approach, uh, Nils, uh, its claws jut out uh, oh. as this thing just starts snapping wildly once it is, it, it is, uh, it is flung up in the air. Um, and as you approach, go ahead and make strength save. See if you can bust out of its claws as one of its claws grabs you. Six. Six oh, does no. not escape. Oh. You are grabbed. How long does snare last? Snare lasts as long as... Uh, let's see. A restrained creature can make a deck saving throw at the end of each of its turns, which ends the effect on itself on a success. Okay. Alternatively, uh, somebody else could get it out. After the trap is triggered, the spell ends when no creature is restrained by it. Okay, let's go ahead and then roll initiative so we can determine turn orders. On my notes for night two, I just wrote crab fight. (laughs) (laughs) Bad rolls for me today. Hot pot indeed. Twelve. Exactly. (laughs) Ten. So it is Majumbo, Nils, Katheria, Navia, Crab. So Majumbo, he is going to uh, play his flute and give everybody bark inspiration. Yep. Thank you. Uh, as he uh, takes his turn to um, dress and put his armor and things on. And he is like, if those, one of those claws comes to grab me, I'm going to want something between me and claws. Uh, I, uh, you can rock the scars, Nils, but this, this body is a temple. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and Nils is in the claw he right is now? grasped by one of the giant claws, yes. Um, Thanks for mocking me. It is starting to break s- some skin. Uh, so there's there's a, a little bit of blood coming from the uh, the grasp of the of the crab. Uh, I accidentally said grisp yesterday in our other game, and now that's going to be the name of my next character. Uh, <laughs> so it is going to be Nils' turn now. Nils, you can roll a strength roll to try to get out. Yeah, I will do that. Strength roll. It's, yeah, or uh, yeah, athletics or athletics, and it was a thirteen. It was a thirteen. Thirteen won't do it. Hang it. Can I use inspiration? You could. I will. I'm going to add Bardic Inspiration to it. Oh, whoops. What's Bardic Inspiration again? Uh, D8. D8. Yes, I'll do that. Nice. 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. An extra f- full eight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can get out. Yeah, uh-huh. that'll be enough to break out. Uh, you just kind of hulk out of it. Yeah. The one claw uh, opens up. That looks up. so cool. Dude, naked nils fighting crab. <laughs> out of the claw. That's so cool. Yeah, my wiener's covered by the claw. The upside down crab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah just strategic crab legs every time yeah. Navy, every time Katheria looks over. It's oh just my God. crab parts covering up parts. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it is. She's not that horny. That's just, that's me. That was Beth. <laughs> well, I get an extra, I get another thing. Another attack or uh actions yeah yeah yeah, yeah so could... well, i guess i gotta go run and get my hammer yeah, you would have to go grab your shit all right so that's my turn that Wait, I, I you run... approached it without your hammer to hit it with your hammer no, i went to go initially i was gonna go get my hammer and then he grabbed me ah uh, plugged him yeah yeah i got plugged 
Okay. Got plucked. All right, I'm going to grab my hammer and uh, can I armor up? <laughs> you could take your turn like the next as everybody else is going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's what that. Majumbo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a jumbo following your lead because <laughs> yeah. I just got bloodied. Now, Katheria, your turn. You have got your, uh, the snare. Does the snare require concentration or is it just there? I believe it is there now that it has now been in snare. triggered. Okay. Am I too close to back away from it? Or have I been... You can back away. There's some space between you, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to take my turn to put on my clothes. Okay. Uh, I would rather just hit this thing with a guiding bolt. Okay. Oh, man. Does a 10 hit? 10's gonna miss. Ooh. Yeah, you're, you're still sudsy, so you kind of slip a little bit as you're backing up, and it causes you to uh, miss. To, oh. to, your aim is off as you kind of slip on the, on the, on the smooth stone of the bank of the, of the pool. Maybe I should put my shoes back on. <laughs> it's Navia's turn. Navia is going to, she's got to have something. Boil. Yes, something that will heat this water. She has to have something. Yo! Navia is going to create a bonfire underneath the crab. Uh, <laughs> and it starts to heat. The, the crab really does not like this. and starts to, <laughs> oh, no. uh, hanging upside down in the magical snare. It just starts to, to freak out as, uh, as the bonfire cackles underneath. Oh, now everyone can see it. Uh, and she's like, I kind of feel a weird, little weird about this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see its reaction. It, it, when you put it in a pot and you can't watch... It's very strange. But we don't have a big enough pot. Close your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Navia. Uh, it is the crab's turn. The crab is going to try to break free of the snare. What does it have to beat? Uh, will an 18 do it? Oh, probably. Wow. Your spell save. It's probably it, at the top it's of It's 14. Yeah, no, that's going to beat wow. it. Damn it. <clears throat> it breaks free of the snare and it falls on the... Uh, on the bonfire. bonfire. <laughs> um, it's going to take some damage from that. Oh, it's going to take eight damage uh, as it scuttles away from the fire and it, it uh, scuttles toward you, still drawn to the soap. Oh, oh. The sudsy soap that you are covered in. Uh, it is going to reach out and grab you. Go ahead and roll a uh, athletics roll. Or acrobatics, I suppose. <laughs> Do I use my fucking cosmic omen? <laughs> uh, you said athletics or acrobatics? Yes. You can either jump out of the way or try to, like, kind of force your way out of it. I'm going to try to jump out of the way. Does a 13 do it? No, it was a 14. Ow. Too late for your cosmic thing. (laughs) It could have helped in this instance. Should I I roll just to see what would have happened? I am curious just to see what would have happened. Because if it's an even, it subtracts, right? It's an odd. It's odd subtracts. Odd subtracts. Okay, so that would have have been even even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad I didn't. So, yeah, you are grasped. Uh, by uh, this. Oh, she screams. She's just in her skimmies. <laughs> and now the crab starts to scuttle its way back toward the water. Uh, it is now uh, Majumbo's turn. Uh, Majumbo's like, no, dinner shouldn't be taking you out. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's going to just run up and try to stab the crab. Kind of unable. He still can't really see too well. I guess when you're grabbed, you probably drop your staff and the light goes out. Is the bonfire still lit? Bonfire is still lit, though. So it's casting some light. Mm-hmm. We can't. He can't see all the soft spots, he but he can see right. the crab. So he's going to try to, I guess, just try to stab the crab. Uh, he'll get it, though, with a 24. Nice. Uh, and he's going, it's going to do a little bit of damage. Let's say that it's it's going to have resistance to this damage. So this four is only going to be a two because he hits the shell and it kind of skips off 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, oh, that. I hope I didn't hurt the blade. That was oof. I that that felt hard. It is Nil's turn now. You have donned your armor and your weapons, at least enough of them. You know, you probably haven't fastened everything appropriately, but you've gotten pants, shirt, hammer. Yeah. You're more ready to go than you previously were. Okay. I yell at the crab. You drop cat right now, you stupid crab. And I cast Compelled Duel. This is suddenly King Kong with a crab. <laughs> we have other plot to get to, but I'm enjoying the, <laughs> enjoying the crab. You attempt to compel a creature to the duel. It has to make a wisdom saving throw. The crab, probably not the wisest thing in the world. Um, it fails. It super fails. Uh, and then it is drawn to you, compelled by your divine command for the dis- uh, disadvantage on attacks against other people. Um, so uh, it drops you, Katheria, when ah! the effect of this spell, the magical effect of this spell take- takes hold. It's a different kind of magic. Um, it's more of just an authoritative, you, you're, 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 your power comes from the, the kind of like, authority of the Hoskendauer family like this this these generations of of this ruling family in this specific place have kind of given some some energy to your blood that you can't really explain um and that's what gives you this ability to do these things mm. so you just compa- you it's not casting a spell the way that Katheria or, or oh, Navia casts a spell so you compel this duel and there's a magical effect to it but it's a different kind of thing Katheria I think you kind of notice that there's there's some power he's got some power mm-hmm. that that you know isn't just hitting stuff <laughs> and this crab drops you talking to crabs He's t- yeah, that's his, you know, <laughs> he, he's, it's parcel tongue, but for crab. <laughs> um, and, uh, and the crab drops you and it starts to uh, scuttle its way towards Nils. Kathiri, it's your turn. You're face deep in water. You splash into the shallows of the pool. Uh, she's pissed. <laughs> um, she's going to stand up and from behind it, shoot it with guiding bolt. Okay. Try again, at least. That's a roll. God damn it. And eight misses Two again. Two plus six. Uh, you've got soap in your eyes and you can't. <laughs> okay, my bonus action, I wash all the soap off my body. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> totally. I will allow that. Now that you're in the water, you can get rid of all the soap. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't. <laughs> uh, it is Navia's turn. Uh, Navia is going to wild shape. Oh. And transform herself into a bear whoa she lumbers over to the crab and roars and stands up on her full size which is now like a 12 foot tall grizzly bear whoa she is ready to strike i don't believe she can do both in the same turn wild shape is an action and it's functionally a spell the crab must attack nils is compelled to attack Nils, huh. uh, and it once again tries to grasp you with its claws. It crits. Oh, oh no! Okay. And you're going to take 18 damage, and you have to make a uh, grapple check, an athletics check, to try to uh, break free. All right, 14. 14 is a tie. The situation remains in a tie, so you are grappled. The other claw is going to try to snap at you. Because it has two. Uh, that one misses, though. You kind of dodge out of the way. You have enough kind of force to, as you try to 
to break out um, that you're at least able to avoid that other hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can only attack you. It goes back up to Majumbo. Majumbo jumps on top of the crab uh, and he starts to whisper something to it uh, that only the crab can hear. Uh, the crab fails on its wisdom saving throw, resulting in da, 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 bad damage rolls, but damage rolls nonetheless uh, of seven. Uh, as these dissonant whispers worm their way into the primitive brain of this crab creature. Nils, your turn. You can try to break free. Yes. Strength. Strength. 21. 21 will break free. You can, you're free of the grasp of the crab. Ha ha, now for my revenge. <laughs> ha ha, I'm going to attack with my Warhammer. 13. 13 will miss. Okay. Whoops. You just kind of smash into the hard outer shell of the crab, and you don't appear to damage it any. Hmm. All right, I'll take one more swing then, huh? 13. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit the same spot. Things harder than I thought. <laughs> Let's see if I can have my revenge. <laughs> and she activates a starry form, Archer. Okay. For the third Oh my god, my fucking spells, man. For the third time, she's going to use Guiding Bolt. (laughs) This time it's going to hit, what about a 25? 25 will hit, yes, certainly. Finally. Rolling damage, radiant damage, it's going to be 9. And then on top of that, I can make a ranged attack with Starry Form. Yeah, 25 to hit for that. That will also hit, yes. Now let's add... (laughs) <laughs> 10 radiant damage. All right, yeah. 19 in total. Yeah, Jeez. you blast it uh, with these two uh, no shots. Soap. No, soap! Soap is not holding me back anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, didn't it smell good, though? It, it will be worth it once we're done with the crap, I promise. Uh, now Navia, as Bear, <laughs> smashes into the crap. Also, 10-foot radiant Light, Light is illuminating yes. the space now from my body. Illuminating everything. Navia the bear swings her big, huge, meaty claws, knocks the crab sideways, upside down into the bonfire. It starts to uh, roast and uh, shriek a little bit uh, until ultimately curling up. Uh, and you see that its uh, color changes. The, shells, the color of the shell starts to change as it cooks. Yes. All right. And the crab is no more. We beat the crab! God, that felt good. This thing better taste good. I hope it's not poisonous after all of that. I mean, you were, you were grabbed like five times. No, I know, but I still got some good hits to crack the shell to... You definitely it didn't crack you the shell. You didn't hit the crab even one time. No, I, the shell's still here, no cracks. No, I, well, like, it's still, it's kind of like, it's dark. You What's know, the point I, of having a warhammer if you can't crack open a crab? I, it's dark. I've missed, <laughs> I, I, I normally, look at, I, I usually put my hands a little bit like lower on my warhammer, but it was a little bit higher. You up. don't know where to put Sorry. your hands on no, your No, 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 I'm hammer? just saying like it was, it's so dark that I, it, and there was a lot going on. Let's just drop it, all right? <laughs> the Cat's bear. just putting her clothes back <laughs> And the navy of the bear just kind of starts like, like, just takes the two huge bear fists and just like tears open the oh underbelly of the crab. I mean, like if I was magic, I would have done that, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm just a human. I don't, I can't do, I can't transform. 
he's he's talking to himself. This <laughs> yeah. cat's definitely like by navy, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody else, yeah, everybody else is over there, like, like reaching. Look, look over my shoulders. I, I could have done this. <laughs> I'm not on my game right now. And that was night two. D&D&D is a Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sigan.